The greatest victory Monday show of them all, folks. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. The Browns are going to the playoffs, beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome to the doghouse. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic. It's the show we, we've been waiting for, hoping for, praying for. Not a coaching change one. Not about draft picks at the end of the year. No, Matt, we're in January. We're talking about the damn playoffs. And it feels so good, man. How are you? Hell yeah, man. It feels oh. good. You are not kidding. I am doing very well. Uh, having a great day, a great football weekend. Ohio State kicked it off on yep. Friday night. And then the Browns followed it up on oh. Sunday afternoon. And, man, it is good to be talking playoffs. This is a show that we've been waiting six years to do. Uh-huh. And finally, we have an opportunity oh. to talk about getting to week 18. Wow. Wow. And playing it. And and you know what? Now, Matt, it's the end of all the, the graphics on the TVs of longest drought of since 2002 of this and that. That's done. That's done. That's broken. That's not us anymore. That's not us anymore. We got there. And it's so, so it- good. You know, the funny thing about yesterday is that it actually was a part of breaking two streaks. Uh, the two longest postseason droughts where the Browns and the Buccaneers were among them, too. Right. Uh, not quite as long, but still very long. And that both streaks came to an end this year. So somebody else has turned to be at the bottom of the yeah. pile because the Browns, they're 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 not the tomato can anymore they're not getting beat up left and right no they're they not did some beating of their own this year looked impressive in some games and ultimately got where every team wants to go and 11 wins and you know what folks this is courtesy of clevelandbrowns.com cleveland browns radio network i want to play the last few seconds of jim donovan's radio call the great jim donovan if you heard it you want to hear it again if you haven't here you go have a listen the way it should be, I guess, huh? The Steelers came in here. They had already locked up their playoff spot, and yet they played right down to the final gun. A two-point conversion to tie the game goes as an incomplete pass, and the Browns get a couple of first downs on the next drive, recover the onside kick, and they win. And they're going into the tunnel. And the only thing that's missing, all of you, and, and that line right there, Matt, uh, even just again right now, boy, that puts a lump in your throat, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, it sure does. I didn't oh. think I was going to be able to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> that puts it right there. Jim Donovan just being able to see him and Doug Deacon, the video in the booth, of saying they're going to the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs. They did it. And the only thing that's missing is all of you. There's about 12,000 people in the stands. But you know what? We were all united. This is a fan base like no other in any sport from around the world that just feels it. I'm sure you're the same way, Matt, but my phone was blowing up. I was like, congratulations. I didn't do anything. But I was like, from, from people all, all over the country, U.S., Canada. I got a guy in Ireland who, who said, hey, hey, Andy, congratulations on the Browns. It was, it's a family feel, and we're all united. And even though we couldn't be at the stadium, even though we couldn't be down there in person, I just felt that Browns family just embrace and it felt warm and it felt great. And that call by Jim Donovan just sort of brought it all together. It it was beautiful, man. That call was the perfect sentiment to this, to this team, to this town, 
this fan base all over the world, uh, across international borders. Just uh, there was so much outpouring of emotions that it was just awesome to hear it summed up like that. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful, and there doesn't matter how it happened. We said on the the pregame show, doesn't matter how it happens, doesn't matter how it went down. You just had to do it. Browns were without how many starters, right? Olivier Vernon news coming out on Monday. Uh, torn Achilles, he's done. So no no Olivier Vernon, who was having a great streak the last quarter of the season. Um, he won't be there. The Sunday night game, Matt, we get Sunday night football. The league wants to showcase this team, this rivalry in prime time. And Matt, what I love about what it seems like when you see the the videos post-game from Kevin Stefanski, the team hearing Baker talk and everybody, is that they're not running away from it. They're not happy to be here. They want the moment. They want the lights on them so that we can finally beat the Steelers, end the Heinz Field 17-year streak, and do it for the world's eyes to see. Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. Let's go. This is their opportunity to show that they not only belong but they're not here to get kicked around. They're no. not here to just have – they're just not happy to be here. They want to make some noise. They want to do something special. And they want to do something that this town has been waiting a damn long time for. Yeah. And when you get a bunch, of, a bunch of people that have that like-mindedness and that singular focus on that goal, good things tend to and can happen. And – damn does it feel good to have a team that finally gets it it has a coaching staff that gets it to work with the guys that are here not try to get my system in Mm -hmm. in place or get my guys in place but to take the roster that was largely here last year and get it to work and the players have bought in and it's led to this point now they have the opportunity to take it another step and go beat a fully loaded Pittsburgh Steelers team in their house in the postseason. Finish the job that 2002 came just short of. And that's going into that city against that team. And it's handing them the end of their year. And, And the end of the Ben Roethlisberger ghost the specter that keeps haunting this team over and over. You can flush them down the toilet that's Pittsburgh and just do it. And Matt, the last two playoff series, right? 1994 and 2002, uh, it, it was the Steelers. It's always been the Steelers. And there was a time back when this whole thing started in 1950, 20, two decades in a row, the Browns were dominant. Then the Steelers took over. Okay, These things change. This isn't forever. You got to win tough. That's the thing, Matt, right? Like, like this isn't going to be a, oh, well, we'll just wait for Roethlisberger to retire and hope they... No, the Steelers are a very well-run organization. You got to go and beat them when they're at their best. And they're going to be at their best, and they're going to be bringing it. And we're going to see, like, it's great to be here, Matt, but they want more, and so do the fans. Like, we, this is, this is doable. It's just, it's not easy. And, and I, I don't blame anybody for making the Browns the, the underdogs here, but that's kind of how we like it, isn't it? We know no other way, my friend. That's the only way that this city knows how to do anything is to come in when we're unexpected and everybody's left us for dead and to just go out there and 
pull it out somehow and just just finish the job and just go and finish the job and we'll get in we'll have our saturday pre-show and preview and all that and we'll break into and see hopefully denzel ward can come back from the the covid protocol and 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 we'll just hope that the the team can get a full week of practice in and then you just go from there matt right like those receivers are really good on pittsburgh big ben Banged up, old or not, you know that dude, if he's got one ounce of power left in that busted-up elbow, it's going to come out on Sunday. He knows he's on, you know, borrowed time in the NFL. He knows his career is on the back nine, if not on the 17th green, approaching hole number 18. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to come out, and he's going to give you his best. And his best is pretty damn good, even still after – all the injuries, all the surgeries, that dude is still tough, and he has to be reckoned with. And it's not going to be easy, but getting to the top of the mountain isn't easy. Hell, getting to the base of the mountain has been a problem for this organization. <laughs> now they're at the base. Yep. Now they got to put their climbing shoes on and, and figure out how to get to the summit. Yep. We, we, we got the ticket. We're ready. We, we couldn't even buy a ticket before. Now we got a ticket. And now it's ready to right. go in. It's ready to go in, ready to go. Uh, Matt, who gets your game ball? Because we could go a whole bunch of different directions here uh, as far as, as how they did. How about Baker Mayfield, um, Matt, at the end? Kevin Stefanski. How about how about this for having trust and building? Baker with the fumble issues a week ago. Stefanski has Baker sweep out to the right, run for the first down, and finish the ball game. Confidence builder, confidence in your quarterback, showing the team that Baker's your guy, and he does it. And you get the point, and man, I almost threw my shoulder out doing that with him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be on the IR. The joys of of not being a finely tuned and conditioned (laughs) athlete. (laughs) Just, ah, you know, I'll take it. I'll get my arm in a sling if they keep winning. I don't care. Uh, but Matt, who I, I, like after that finish, who gets your who gets your game ball? You know, I, I want to be specific to this game, but I'm having a hard time doing it. I, I honestly think I'm going to give it to Coach Stefanski. Mm, I like it. the The amount of work that he put in to get this team even competitive after a disastrous week one, I the amount of wins that he was able to stack up is unprecedented by a Browns first-year head coach. He broke a tie with Blanton Collier, a championship-winning coach, and a Hall of Famer in Paul Brown. I can't look at him and say, this is a guy that lost his entire receiving core in Week 16, lost three coaches in Week 17, and had the piecemeal game plans and everything together and not just tip my cap to him, man. He was the right hire albeit a year late, uh, later than it should have been, and he gets my game ball not only for yesterday but for the entire season. I, I love it. I love it. And I, you know what? Maybe like Stefanski said, I think it was to Peter King of um, – where is he working now? Sports Illustrated, where, whatever he's doing. Uh, he said to him that he's like, look, he's like, maybe this was meant to be. Maybe the extra year I got learning under Gary Kubiak, one of the best offensive minds of the last half century – in the NFL, maybe that was was the way it was supposed to be, so he could be the best coach. And we got to say too, Matt, Paul D. Podesta, you know, from La Jolla, California, we dumped on him a lot, and uh, in the end, 
he was right. And I, I'm not one of those guys. If it comes to the Browns, I don't care if I'm wrong. I just want the team to be good. Thank you, Paul DePodesta, for getting us Kevin Stefanski when he was on nobody else's radar. It, it took a long time to get it right. It did. <laughs> but I will agree I will agree with you that at least at the end they appear to have gotten it right. Right. Well, Matt, it's funny. He kinda got- he, he kinda did take the baseball approach, right? Like you're you're a Hall of Famer if you're if you're a three hundred hitter, that means you get out seven out of ten times. He kinda took that approach. Right. <laughs> I, I that doesn't work in the NFL, it work. but you it know, <laughs> Damn it, if it didn't work, it just took a long time. It was what Ray Farmer promised years and years ago. That slow brewed coffee was gonna pay off. It just took Extra. a long, long time. <laughs> Extra to get slow. Here. Whew, that's a strong coffee, Matt. That that's gonna be strong. That's bitter. That, that's gonna be uh, you know, you're gonna need lots of milk in that one. Um I, I'm gonna give my game ball. You know, I'm giving I'm gonna take your approach, Matt, and sort of do it a, a bit a bit of a bigger picture. Um, certainly you could say, hey, Kareem Hunt with that huge block to allow Baker to get that last first down was important. Jarvis Landry uh, just toughening and being the guy he is. Uh, the defense, how about Jacob Phillips? Ten tackles. The rookie looks like a stud at 6'4". But I'm going to give it to Jimmy Haslam. Jimmy and D Haslam, I'm going to give it to the ownership. Stefanski gave them a game ball, and that just got me thinking, Matt. Look, these guys, by all accounts, they're great people, humans. They do work for the community. And they just they, they just couldn't get out of their own way for so long. And it feels good to, to see them. And after all the just being dumped on, and rightfully so, since buying the team of just bad decision after bad decision, they got it right. Game ball to the Haslams. You beat the Steelers. Now let's see what else we can do. And it starts Sunday night. You know what? The Haslams are on quite the streak. Their soccer team... Won it all, right? And now their football team broke a seventeen-year playoff, uh, seventeen-season playoff drought. Uh, you know what? If if we could if we could swap that, um, I'm I, I would be good. You know, let's get the championship here. The soccer one's fine. That's okay. But uh, <laughs> you know, let's let's get the let's get the big one. Let's get the big boy here, and let's do that. Boy, Matt, what a, what a day! It's it's something where. Uh, in the in the city, I I can only imagine what it would have been like if everybody was able to be in that stadium, if everybody could be walking around downtown like normal today. That's the that's the only crappy part of it. But like I said, we could just feel, and I'm sure you could feel it too. Just the just I don't know. It's one of those things you can't really explain. Like when they say there's electricity in the building, you could just I could just feel like the Browns fandom, that the, the fans, that that family from around the world, just in. Just on me. It was it was great yesterday, and it's uh, man, we all deserve this. The team deserves it. The fans deserve it most of all. Yeah, no, well said, man. Everybody deserves a piece of this. Um, I used to work for the organization, uh, and I have a lot of friends that still work for the organization, and I'd like to congratulate all of them because they were right there with everybody else in the years of futility. Just begging this team to finally get it right. And finally, after years of waiting, they get their opportunity to shine. Yep. They have one of the best behind-the-scenes uh, crew in America, Holy in dude. the National Football League, uh, and all those people from the community outreach people to the Browns Foundation people to the marketing team to the sales team that was able to sell tickets when this team was 1-31, <laughs> uh, you know, to the equipment staff 
everybody who has a part in getting this team on the field on Sundays. Congratulations. You deserve this. Yep. The Browns backers, best fa- best organized fan base. You think the New York Jets do this for their for their fans? All all the extras, all the material, all the content, everything that treat their fans as well. No, no, no other team does it like this. No other team does it like this. So yeah, that's that's a great point, Matt. The behind the scenes to all all, all of our friends too, Kelly and Donnie in Ohio, Amy. We got Paulo in Brazil, Fog in South Carolina. My dad. What we're, we're watching, we're watching the game. Your family, and just everybody else that that's 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 just here and doing it, and we're in this together, man. Well, you know what, Matt? We will be back Saturday. I, I don't, it, you know, it's gonna feel Sunday night football is gonna feel like a month away. It's gonna, it's gonna be a while. The nerves are gonna be tense the whole week and only get tighter. But we're in the playoffs, and this is gonna be fun. Enjoy it, everybody. Yes, sir. Enjoy oh, it. Oh boy. Man, feels so good. All right, we're gonna sign off, Matt. And you, when we come back again, it won't be about play. It won't be about about drafts or coaches or GMs. It'll be about the Browns facing the Steelers in Pittsburgh for the playoffs. We'll talk to you Saturday for Matt Florjancic. I'm Andy Matnamara. You've been listening to the Doghouse. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns.